Dark by Design may contain graphic and or explicit content. Audience discretion is advised. Hello and welcome. I'm Rachel. I'm Bev. And you're listening to Dark by Design, the podcast where two creative gals share spine-tingling stories of the macabre to then pick them apart before the nightmares start. Oh, gosh. Before (laughs) the nightmares start, you're fine. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) How are you Uh, doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. I'm doing quite well. I'm very excited for today's topic. Yes. uh, A little birdie, who is you, told me that um this story uh which is uh today's topic is um uh saint some saint simon or saint simone simone um yeah yeah and i'm very excited uh to hear about it because you have um a personal connection with this folklore which is very exciting and i can't wait to hear about it today yeah definitely um stay tuned through the end of the episode because at the end i'll be sharing a couple of um personal anecdotes (laughs) related to this and then um yeah. <laughs> oh my They're god, that's out crazy. There. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh now did you experience these or are these like um stories from your family? Uh I experienced one of them and then two of them <gasps> are from my grandma. So oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so very excited. <laughs> it's I'm so, so exciting. Very excited. Hell oh, yeah, it's so man. exciting. Ah, uh, and if um if you also find this incredibly exciting as well, you can find uh, more information about today's topic on the show's website, which is linked uh, below and or wherever possible that we can put a link in. <laughs> yeah, and then so, also if you're enjoying uh, what you're watching, or you know if you just like us, I mean why wouldn't you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. And then um, also if you're listening to this on your on the streaming website, you can. Um, just go ahead and give us a follow so you can uh, be alerted when we release new episodes Sundays at midnight. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, good plug. Good plug. Round of applause. Oh, I almost clapped. <laughs> <the mic>. we- <laughs> or poor, poor listeners ears. Uh, yeah. Great plug, by the way. Um, yeah. And also um, if you're uh, listening to this on any podcast uh, streaming site, we also um, have a YouTube channel where we record uh, each episode. So if you want to see our faces and um, I don't know, look at us more and interact and see more information on the show, you can check out our YouTube channel too. If you'd like to see more of my face and any of my art, you can find me over on Instagram and Twitch at Beverlox with two S's. And where can I find you, my love? Oh, thank you. Uh, you can find <laughs> me. Uh, I'm also known as Miss Quirk on the interwebs. You can find me on uh, Twitch, YouTube, or Instagram at Miss Quirk. Uh, it's two Ks at the end. I'll put them up on the screen now. Hi, smile and point to a position on your screen. There you go. I'll put it up there. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is based out of uh, Guatemala in Central America. And then... Um, I believe he also touches on other different countries throughout Central and South America. So, but today we're just going to be focusing on Guatemala. Saint Simon Maximon, pronounced Mashimon in several Mayan dialects, also known as El Hermano, is an ancient Mayan deity and now considered a folk saint. Um, previously and currently represented and venerated in different forms throughout the Mayan towns in Guatemala. 
Um, although he looks to be dressed more modern, he was created centuries ago, and the purpose behind him is complex, let me tell you. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Interesting. Um, yeah, please yeah, tell me more. Definitely. So it's likely that he came to be around the time that the Spanish conquistadores came to America. So roughly mm. around the early 16th century, so like 1500s-ish. Um, okay. During this time, Christianity was basically being forced upon the Mayans by the Spanish, mm-hmm. just That's like uh, yeah. yeah, just like the English settlers forced that upon natives um, yeah. in America, With, like the so. missionaries and all that other fun <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, religion is religion is such a very interesting and complex beast, is it not? Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yeah, so it's believed that um, El Hermano actually existed prior to this, but he was designated as a saint Mm -hmm. due to religious syncretism. Um, Oh, yeah. So we're not going to make this like a whole religious episode, like going like deep diving into Christianity and all the horrors behind it. But um, (laughs) sorry to anyone. Just block people out with that. But um, I do believe that it's important to understand the backstory in order to Mm. get what we're going to be talking about. So religious um, syncretism is basically when two or more religious beliefs, religious belief systems are blended into a new system. Um, Mm, That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I know you're going to probably talk about like the Mayans, uh, for example, but um, you like, gosh, this has been like seen like for all over everywhere. Like um, for example, like, uh, like the Virgin Mary, actually came mm. from like Mesopotamian goddess of love, war, and sex. Her name was the goddess of Ishtar. Yeah. Oh, that could be a deep dive episode for Patreon. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, that'd be real fun. Oh, I love theology <laughs> and all that other fun stuff. Um, but also for like a, a newer example too, you can see this in um, ice, like ancient Icelandic grimoires, um, which essentially was like books of magic um, that like uh Icelandic druids uh made at one point in time essentially and I want to say they were from like the 1600s but they um the magicians or whoever were asking like um you know various Christian deities along with like Norse deities to like help them out with like their magic rituals and stuff which is pretty interesting um and if you would like to learn more about it you can check it out at um Icelandic Magic by Dr. Stephen Flowers really good book on it so but yeah, no, it's been it's that. been everywhere. But yeah, so it's a very uh, interesting subject, um, and would recommend looking into it. But continue as you are, my dad. Maybe we can look into that too. That is really cool. Yeah, I think oh, magic really is so awesome. interesting. Yeah, or like so how interesting, like the human history has just like taken magic. Ooh, or connecting like um, like the like ancient druids and like their ties to like Dungeons and Dragons and like fantasy and how we depict Ooh. it today. That might Heck be really yeah. fun too. Yeah. That is so cool. That <laughs> yeah. is so cool. I love so it. That'd be something to look into. Absolutely. Like um, I said, well, religious is just a very interesting topic. <laughs> yeah, it's like so vast too because it's been going on for centuries now, like a millennia. It's just wild. Like ever since the dawn of time, I'm assuming, like there's been some sort of religion. Belief. Like it's, yeah. yeah, belief. That's a good way to put it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's really fun. Well, thank you for that. That You're welcome. I did not know that. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so many fun little facts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in this case, with religious mm-hmm. syncretism, Mayans were a polytheistic people. 
um, who worshipped over, I believe, 165 gods. Um, oh, my God. Isn't that cool? They had a god for everything. So it was like the god of the sun, the god of the moon, the god of fertility, mm. who I believe was also the god of war. Like, Oh, how fun. Wow. Yeah. There's like a lot of like god and war and sex and love. Deities. yes that's very exactly. interesting how those are tied together but exactly that's another it's that's so another cool. topic for another question no yeah. sorry that wasn't english that's another <laughs> that's another question for another show there we go fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she wants to be a podcaster and she can't even speak english or even, you're doing you know... amazing sweetie i'm Thank gonna you. pull a chris jenner and just like you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> i appreciate it um, a great fun time yeah. <laughs> so unlike many other religions, their gods were human-like, meaning mm-hmm. that they were born, they grew up, and then they died. Oh, no so shit. So it's really okay. cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, they were like human-like gods. That's a very yeah. interesting way of thinking about it. So it's like, it's interesting to see because if they believe that they went through this whole life cycle, then being mm-hmm. introduced into this all-knowing, never-dying god that you know christians believed in like that must have been such a stark difference because they're like how can someone live forever because you know yeah i don't know yeah and it's like i feel like you also remove like a lot of um personability is that what i'm kind of thinking out yeah you know how do you relatability relatability yes that's like the better word of it because you're like oh i can i'm a human being and i'm also going through these same stages of life like this Mm -hmm. god did but now it's like Oh, there's it's like this more like God-fearing. powerful being. Yeah. 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 Like crazy. Yeah, God-fearing versus like looking up to him. Yeah. It's a very interesting thought. It's like a huge, oh it's like a stark contrast. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but specifically, El Hermano is believed to be a mix of Mayan polythe- poly- polytheistic deities, historical figures specifically in the conquest, and then also biblical figures. So. Ooh. To begin, you say figures? yeah, like um, I'll I'll touch on it later, but like Judas, sure. um, oh, he's okay. believed gotcha. to be one of the yeah one of the like what's it called one of the influences behind how Mashimon evolved into what he is today. Oh no um, shit! Okay, okay, it's pretty cool. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. Oh, ask God, all the questions. <laughs> I love this shit. I just like to know how how one pile of shit turns into another pile of shit. Sorry, exactly. But no, it's true. It's all piles of shit. Yeah. Uh, Continue. Yeah, it's all bullcrap at the end of the day. Exactly. (laughs) Oh man, hilarious. Have you ever heard that saying where it's um, life is a shit sandwich, and every day you take another bite? I'm sorry. No, I haven't, but I love it, though. <laughs> if that hasn't been true for the past three years, I don't oh know what God, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 2020 was just um, a worldwide shit sandwich that everyone just took one big bite out of. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. We're still recovering it. Doing our best. <laughs> two, two, two years later, emotionally, yeah. Yeah. physically. Yeah. Uh, Oh, goodness. Yeah. All of it. I stopped exercising. I cry so much more than I ever have beforehand. And I never want to leave my house because I'm scared. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 yep. in a nutshell. Hold my <laughs> hand. I'm scared. Ah! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, continue. Okay. Too relatable. 
We just use this podcast as like a therapy show. Therapy podcast. I love it. <laughs> we are not licensed. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Not licensed at all. Yeah. Mm, this is not good advice at all. We're just two women screaming into mics on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> we have, we have what more no, could you want? <laughs> no background in anything. Yeah. We're not professionals. Absolutely not. I could never be. Yeah. So. To begin, the main historical figure behind the creation of El Hermano is Pedro de Alvarado, who was one of the Spanish conquistadors um, that eventually became the governor of Guatemala. This Whoa. motherfucker was brutal, ruthless, and an all-around asshole, if I'm being completely honest. So oh, he okay. was behind... Yeah. He, <laughs> this like, fucker. Wow. Yeah, he's... What... Like, if you actually read into him, he is, like... <clears throat> he's horrific. Like... He's not a good person. <laughs> like, oh, he's not at all. He was behind the massacre in the Great Temple of Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan. Yeah, in Guatemala. Um, oh my god. Yeah, so they just completely came in, destroyed these people's like lives, their, their religious beliefs, everything. Just completely flipped the tables and just brutalized oh, um, the indigenous people. But yeah, he was also a ruthless tactician, taking no consideration when planning a- attacks against the enemy. So, a trickster, if you may. Holy shit. You know, I was actually <laughs> I was sitting here wondering in, like, a very, like, childlike mindset. I was like, oh, I wonder what it takes to become a folklore character. You murder <laughs> many people. Murder. <laughs> in a heinous, terrible way. Oh heinous God, crimes man. all around. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, man. There's, like, a part of me that's just like, oh, I want to become, like, a a mystical urban legend. No, I don't. No. Not if it means that either I die in a horrific way or somebody else dies in a horrific way by my hands. No. Okay, never mind. I'm going to roll it back. Reeling it back in. (laughs) I was like, thank you for that dose of reality. I get it. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. It's the um the metaphorical shit sandwich that we just discussed. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You have to be a shit sandwich in order to become a folk icon, I guess. Pretty much. You got to take a real big bite of that shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> really lean into it. Yeah. Oh, um, man. But yeah, so that was the historical figure that is behind him. So now we're going to go into the second figure, which was biblical. And I'm sure anyone Mm -hmm. and everyone who's ever had a Christian friend or who's ever gone to church or just anything, like if you know anything about Christianity, Christianity, then Mm -hmm. you know who Judas Iscariot is. So he was last name. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I researched. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought his name was just Judas. Like, did people have last names? In the BCs? I don't know. And I went to Catholic school. No, I didn't. I went to... I went, I went, it wasn't technically Catholic school. It was a CCD. It was like Sunday school, but on Tuesdays. Oh, man. I learned nothing, though. I walked Tuesday in school? from like... Yeah, pretty much like a Tuesday school. Yeah. Um, but from like fourth grade on, I just walked in. And the first day of CCD, I would always look at the teacher and say, hey, I don't believe this stuff. So I'm just going to sit here and read. You don't bother me. I won't bother you. And it was just like a mutual agreement. Yep. You're like, yeah, I'm going to take my seat over here. Yeah. 
you do your thing. Yeah. And it was nice. And like all the, like the, each teacher would like knew me, like it was like all volunteers that would come and teach yeah. kids or whatever, but like they knew who I was. But then as soon as I hit middle school, I become like, I became goth. So I was just like the Satan worshiper that no one fucked with. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, my mom yeah. always forced me to go to church and I, mm. she went through this phase. I love my mom. But she sure, went through this yeah, phase yeah. where every month she was getting baptized by like a different religion and she would always oh. take me with her. Oh, okay. So I don't know how oh. many times I've been baptized and I don't even really be- I'm sorry. I don't really believe yeah. in any of it. Like Whoa, I have so many I don't know. questions for you now. Wow. <laughs> there was one oh, we went my. to a mega church at one point. She like dragged me there and had me baptized in front of like hundreds of people. I was like, this is I'm a very when I know you, I'm very ex like open, but I'm a very like <gasps> introverted person. So yeah. when I tell you my ears were burning while they were doing this, it was absolutely oh, embarrassing. I hated every second of it. I was like, Yeah, all of these strangers are looking through these white garments and like Yeah. Yeah. I was baptized oh, Mormon at one point. I I've been through it. <laughs> my mom wow. put me through it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> to be quite honest, do you want to do a deep dive episode? And Fuck I'll yeah. Your experience? Fuck oh yeah. My God. <laughs> I have so many questions for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm so here for this, dude. I think she's I'm Jehovah's Witness. I don't know what my, but she drinks coffee and like drinks alcohol. I don't know. My my mom, I love her. I love you, mom, yeah. but get it together, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so rude. That was so rude. <laughs> I love you, but holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> you you put me through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're back. You know what? So no weird. wonder wow. I haven't been fucking possessed. Or uh yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, possessed. Yeah. Cause you're covered by every single religion. Religion. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can hurt you. Nothing can Nothing hurt you can now. Touch me. <laughs> oh my god. You could you could just yeah no you could walk on water at this point you're like honestly. three steps away from it honestly exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. wow you're like three little holy crackers away from walking on water essentially <laughs> little what wafers the wafers yeah <laughs> the Jesus <laughs> the Jesus <laughs> that's a really old joke but I love to tell it. <laughs> Oh, this is a great time. Okay. Yeah, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> so, Judas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to Judas. <laughs> so, Judas is Cariot because apparently he had a last name. Yeah, holy moly. He was a disciple and one of the OG 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Does, is it Christ the last name then? I think it is, yeah. So, they did have last names. All right. Was so, it really Jesus H. Christ, or did somebody just put H in I there I feel somewhere? like someone just put H in there. Okay. <laughs> it's like, does Jesus really have a middle name? Continue as you are. Uh, Hubert. <laughs> Jesus Hubert Christ. Hubert Christ. Hubert. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> he was a disciple and one of the original 12 apostles of Jesus Christ, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, biblically, in the earliest gospel, there was zero motive behind his betrayal. But later, yeah, he was just a motherfucker. (laughs) 
Wow. So they just like wrote him in just to fuck things up. Wow. Basically. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But I guess later they like realize their flaw and they're like, let's just write him in in the Gospel of Matthew. And the reason behind his betrayal was due to an exchange for 30 pieces of silver. So upon learning that Jesus was to be crucified, Judas tried to return the money, but it was too late. Like, oh, shoot. You know that saying, uh, ask for forgiveness, (laughs) not permission? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where that comes from. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just repeating. No, it's not. But, you know, think about it. Think about it. It makes Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) He ultimately ended up completing suicide and hanging himself uh, (laughs) because of, you know, killing Jesus. His unthinkable act. Yeah, fucking killing Jesus. (laughs) He was like, well, I'm fucked. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm totally wondering, like, did he end up in hell? Maybe I if think, hell exists, yeah. I don't know, but I um, he did. yeah. I so he became like one of like Satan's posse members or whatever. Oh, Satan's posse. I don't know. I don't know. Satan's posse. I couldn't tell you. Satan's posse. 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 Bringing the p word back two episodes in a row. Hello. <laughs> it's oh, me. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I love it. So. The priests ended up using his money to buy a field to bury strangers in and renamed this the Field of Blood um, because it was bought with blood money. Oh, holy shit. Is this in the Bible? It's kind of fucking metal, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's in the metal. I think it's in Gospel of Matthew, but don't hold me to that. If you know Whoa. where in the Bible this was, please drop a comment, comment below. Comment down below. Yeah, Ooh. we'd love to hear it. And, yeah, you know, any... Blood facts that you have that uh we may have forgotten to include if you drop them below we'll bring them up um in future episodes i'm not gonna lie i like shitted on catholicism for and like the bible for a really long time but these stories sound really metal like they're pretty metal there's yeah tell us any more like metal bible stories that there are (laughs) i kind of want to read about it yeah it's it's freaking crazy like when you don't read it with like the the, the way that it's Believer, written, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just read it as a story, it's pretty, it's pretty metal. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm going to have to do that now. Oh, I'm yeah. going to shock my parents when I tell them that. Hey, I'm like, hey, I read the Bible. <laughs> my mom's going to be like, wild. You're like, Christ, right? <laughs> You're like, after 17 baptisms, mom, it's finally kicking I'm in. I'm here. <laughs> Jesus, it me, ya girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so later in both of the Gospels of Luke and John, there's strong suggestion that Judas was actually possessed by Satan. And due to this, um, Judas' name has been historically synonymous with betrayal, and the word is used to describe traitors in the Western world. So my favorite thing to call people when they're being complete assholes is Judas. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, wow! Like, you fucking Judas. You I don't even believe sense, in though. it. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> ah, but you know what? That is a powerful name, though. Oh, yeah. So that was the second figure. So the first one mm-hmm. was um, Pedro de Alvarado, who was the conquistador, and he was brutal and horrible. Second one is Judas, um, who was horrible and a betraying asshole, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's already two. Um, and they're both kind of horrible people. Thirdly, uh, Mam is likely to be one of the ideologies behind El Hermano. So Mam means grandfather or grandson. 
um, and is a kinship term referring to deities, specifically among the Zutujil, I think, Zutujil, Zutujil, something like that, Mayans of Santiago Atitlan, um, Guatemala, their mom is mm. Maximon or Mashimon. So, oh, that's where the yeah. name comes in from. It's pretty oh, cool. I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there he's considered a deity of merchants, travelers, and witchcraft. He is very like Judas and is especially ven- venerated during Holy Week. Ooh, oh. when's Holy Week? Is that like. Uh, I think that's Easter. Okay, got it. Like around Easter, they, they do it for like a whole week. So, like in Guatemala, it's pretty cool. Um, they, depending on like what town you're in, it's it's a very Catholic country. Gotcha. <laughs> so mm-hmm. during Holy Week, they'll have like a life size cross, or what's believed to be a life size cross um, of what Jesus was um, nailed to. Yes. Sorry, just clapped. But they'll <laughs> choose someone from the community or a couple of someone's to carry that cross around, like mm-hmm. from the church, and they'll like parade it around. And there's people like carrying like a six man team carrying like coffins and stuff like that. And like chairs, Holy like moly. with like the mother Mary stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they carry it for miles kind of to like represent the burden of Jesus is dying on the cross, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. It's wow. It's intense. <laughs> yeah. Holy it's moly. Intense. <laughs> I, yeah. I kind of want to see it. Like that looks like very, like an interesting thing to see. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. like a really colorful time too. So like just seeing those two things is such a stark like contrast. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that has to be a sight to see. It's yeah. It's interesting. We should go someday. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, do you want to put it on our bucket list? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll put it on our vision board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we got the history out of the way, so now we're going to move on to the mythology, which is probably my favorite part of this. Hell so, yeah, I think it's everybody's favorite part. Fuck Let's yeah. Let's get weird. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So, many people believe that Maximon um, represents both light and dark, and that he's a trickster. So, kind of like Loki, if you will. Um, there are currently three different origin stories for... Um, or di- different origin tales of El Hermano, depending on where exactly the venerator is from. Um, so, okay. in most legends, uh, Mashimon is thought to have been an elder who reincarnated in order to protect his village. So, this came about during the time of the Sp- Spanish conquest, where said elder encouraged his people to rebel, which ultimately led to his execution. Um <gasps> Yeah. So we're going to go back to the word mom. So this mom or grandfather uh, reincarnated and returned in the form of a judge who fought to give land back to the natives of Guatemala. Um, So this is one case where Mashimon is considered to represent light um, because he fought for the well-being of his people. Oh, he's like the the like the vengeful like um, local native spirit. I love that yes, so much. I love Aww. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a folk icon, but the good kind. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> the kind we like to root for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the first one. In another legend of unknown location, but still in Guatemala, um, he was actually hired by fishermen in order to protect the virtue of their wives back in the village. But Mashimon did the exact opposite of that and slept with all of them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. So that was Could kind of rude. Imagine. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be so oh, mad man. if I came back you, from a fishing trip. 
Hell yeah. Do you think like all the women knew that he was sleeping around? Maybe. Word had to get out. I just imagine it being like a huge orgy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like he just like comes back, like all of like the fishermen come back and he's just like a harem of their wives. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all living in like a, I don't know, like a little commune now. If you're like, no, we like a, um, oh, what's his name? Who played the Joker? 30 Seconds to Mars guy. Oh God, uh, Jared Leto. I hate him. Yeah, Jared I hate Leto. Him so much. He just becomes. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the Jared Leto, and all the wives are just following him around. I just imagine <laughs> him with like the him. long Jesus hair, just smoking a cigar. Ooh. Like, hey man, but like all of the wives yeah. around him. <laughs> yeah, as everyone just like sits there and listens to what he thinks about life. Yeah, exactly. I'm so excited <laughs> for it. Yeah, his verbal manifesto. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh my God. Um. But yeah, so this is a case where he probably represents the darkness because of what he did. Mm, And then the last origin tale is in Santiago Atitlán. And it is actually Mm. believed that he was never a man to begin with, but a wooden effigy created by shamans in order to protect the village from witches. Which is crazy because shamans and witches, I feel like they're almost... Aren't they not? Yeah. The same? They're not that different, right? I mean... I was well. Oh God! I said, "What's the, what's the difference?" There is a difference. There has there to be is. a difference. There wouldn't be two different words for it. But I'm assuming. I, I'm not quite sure. Actually, I have to look into it. Maybe we can look into that. <laughs> yeah, maybe a it's like a regional dive. thing. I guess yeah. everything's regional. Yeah, we'll look into like shamanism. That's also not something else. Yeah. I've actually never looked into it before. Me um, either. Of course, I've done like the uh, the Wiccan stuff. I've done like the witchcraft stuff. Uh, spirituality stuff but i've never i've never looked into shamanism into shamanism it's yeah it's really cool i'm imagining it has more to do with like um like nature um but then again witchcraft does too so yeah i don't know know. maybe it's like a regional maybe like the origins are come from a specific region and then those practices maybe that specific region yeah what i don't know i don't know we'll look into it fuck yeah we will look into it Yeah, uh, I'm here for it. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in this story, Mashimon tricked and ended up harming the villagers. So the shamans uh, twisted the effigy's head around and broke his legs to stop him. It literally took all of that to make him do his job properly. And this is likely the in-between version of the light and the dark where he's there for protection. (gasps) But he's you also see that trickster aspect come out um, because he's like, yeah, like, what are you going to do? I'm just a wooden effigy. But then they broke him. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but, yeah, so those are the origin stories. So nowadays, we're going to move forward to, you know, the past century or so. In modern times, El Hermano is venerated and worshipped all throughout Guatemala. So, um, however, there are two main forms of worship depending on where in Guatemala you are. So we're going to look at Santiago Atitlan, which we brought up before, and then also San Andres Itzapa, uh, which we'll bring up a little bit later. So in Santiago Atitlan, uh, it's actually near a lake. If you ever look up Lake Lake of Atitlan, it's actually really pretty. (laughs) It's huge. It's very scenic. (laughs) Oh, how fun. Uh, That's another place we have to to go. We're we're just going to, yeah, we're going to make a map. Yeah, (laughs) just like go to different places. Yeah, it's so much history. But um, in Santiago Atitlán, El Hermano resides in a different household every year. So literally this giant statue is in someone's house for a whole ass year. Oh. I just, 
I'm going to send you pictures what? of what he looks like. And we'll put yeah. pictures up um, on the screen here, too, so that you know what he looks like mm-hmm. once I get into the description of him. But For once sure. you see him, you'll... He's kind of scary looking for me. Um, he kind yeah. of represents what I think the hat man looks like. Um, oh. So that's something we can touch on a little bit later once we bring up the sure. pictures. But I'll just continue with this here. So um, yeah. Oh. as he moves around houses, there's like special attendants devoted to him year round. They stay alongside him and they just smoke and drink with him like throughout the year. So like that is literally their job like if you have um the statue with you for the year yeah like the community kind of helps you like pay your bills and stuff like that because you do have to devote that whole year to him and like oh be devoted to the statue yeah so imagine your job being just fucking drinking and like smoking with the statue fucking cool so metal for an entire year (laughs) for an entire year it's amazing it's so people pay you to do it because if you don't, like, you're going to curse the town or something. Basically. Wow, could you imagine? <laughs> it's so oh, cool. Oh, man. <gasps> okay, so do you want to move somewhere by chance Let's for, fucking like, a do year? It. Fucking yeah. do it. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. I'm so down. I want to move somewhere else. So <laughs> Heck yeah! Like, there's just so much of this world to explore. Why limit ourselves to, like, one country? You know? No. Yeah, you know? exactly. And not taking care of a deity where you have to drink and smoke with it all day. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That sounds like the great job to me. <laughs> yeah. Too close-minded of us. <laughs> um, so when he's moving between households, uh, the public is not allowed to see him. Um, so, I mean, they can see him from afar. Like, if they put the deity, like, in the living room, they have, like, the screen door or something. You can look in on him, but you can't actually gotcha. go in and, like, worship, worship him or anything. It's just the owner of the household and then the special attendants. Oh, um, okay. That was going to be one of my questions is, like, do people just can walk into your house, but there's, like, a certain form of privacy for it? Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I see. The public does not come in come in direct contact with the Lermano in this case. Um, rather, the attendants deliver the offerings to the image, of which the most popular mm. offerings are money, tobacco, and moonshine. Pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. But just imagine drinking oh. moonshine all day. I would be so fucked oh. up, like, 24-7. Oh, no. My stomach would not be having that. a great time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. I'm like, could you, like, instead of tobacco, could it be, like, weed and then instead of like alcohol can it be like i don't know water for my cotton mouth <laughs> <laughs> like some like i don't know doritos or something too every once in a while might change it up to hey, pizza rolls you some if you don't doritos? Mind. <laughs> yeah i was like listen you heard of you you've been doing the same moonshine and tobacco stuff for years can i introduce you to another form of green Totinos. and blue <laughs> With a side of red sauce. <laughs> Have some Mountain Dew. Oh, you need it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my other green. Oh, it'll be perfect. So good. I'll I've been into a grape gamer. soda lately. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Because I hate grapes. Grape soda, yeah, grape soda slaps. It's so good. It's the best it's thing so in the world. Good. Yeah. Grape that juice is weird. Great. Grape soda is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is the effigy in Santiago Atitlán. So we're going to go wow. on to Sandres Itzapa, and there's actually a huge temple there de- dedicated to Mashimon. Instead of residing in a specific household and having dedicated attendants, um, the effigy is always accompanied by shamans, 
um, burning candles and having popular offerings such as corn, candles, and flowers. So due to El Hermano having a temple in this case, it's not rare to see thousands of people from all over Latin America making a pilgrimage to the site. Um, oh, wow. So like just there, you can kind of see the difference between the offerings even. So like one of them sure. is like more indulgent. So like the, the alcohol, mm. the tobacco, um, moonshine, you know, money. So like you can yeah. see the difference between what kind of worship the different towns do whereas the other one is food candles you know um flowers mm -hmm. i know in some cases they like to give a lot of candy um oh yeah mm -hmm. so if i were to visit one of these i think i'd go to the temple just because yeah it's a little sure. bit less dark sketch? i guess yeah sketch yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not someone's house exactly interesting yeah mm -hmm. but um all right, so we're going to go on to what he looks like. So um, as we describe this, we'll have the picture somewhere. You know, we'll probably, like, cut it in, maybe. We'll figure it out. Oh, for but sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, Don't you worry. I got it. Yeah, you editing queen. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you. On to his appearance. So he has evolving mm -hmm. attire depending on where you see him. So most of the time, he's represented as a man of means. So, like, really wealthy. He's dressed in black. So, like, a black suit with a white shirt um, with a cigar in his mouth, cane in hand, sitting in an old chair. So, like, very regal. Like an old man. Yeah. Like, like like a grandpa you're kind of scared of but admire, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Like a daddy. Like a daddy. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, damn. Can I just – I just want to sit on your lap. <laughs> Let me just sit on your lap. <laughs> Yeah, that's even what, if it that's brings me bad luck, please. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's if he slept me. with all of those uh, fishermen's wives, like he, he got probably game. like it. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he you knows what, what he's yeah, doing. He had to. Have, it's the mustache. He had to have learned something. Facial hair, swoon. That's <laughs> where it's at. That's where the magic's at. Exactly. <laughs> In an article written by National Geographic, Mashimon is described as the liquor-drinking, chain-smoking saint that answers prayers too taboo for Catholic saints. Wow. <laughs> that was literally the description, and it's actually, <laughs> it's, um, it's like right on the nose. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, that, honestly, that's an amazing description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on my tombstone. Ooh! Miss yeah. Quirk, the liquor-drinking, or... The Mountain Dew drinking, weed-smoking <laughs> weed saint that answers prayers too taboo for Catholic saints. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a Catholic saint. Hell yeah. Instead of Catholic saint, it's um, it's uh, TikTok witches. There you go. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, he has many roles as a saint. Uh, he's seen as a saint that makes dreams come true, challenges believers and non-believers alike. He brings wealth, success, fertility, and prosperity. But at the same time, he's both a friend and a fiend. Ah, interesting. Actually, fun facts. He reminds me a lot of, um, it's a Haitian voodoo spirit Ooh. named uh, Baron Samidi. I forget how you say his name. Baron Samid, Samidi? Samidi? I forget. How you say it but it's something like that uh, essentially more of the story you know the guy from um dr facilier from the uh, uh princess and the frog that's pretty much who he's based off of oh that's uh, so cool so, 
Yeah, so Baron Samidi is uh, a Loa of the Dead of Haitian voodoo. So Loa, or spelled L-W-A or L-O-A, um, are primary spirits of voodoo. Um, they're not deities, but just spirits, um, and they can be either human or divine origin that were created by uh, Bondi, or like the Haitian Haiti uh, voodoo god, um, to assist the living in their everyday affairs. Long story short, they're kind of like angels, but with personality, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Yeah, and um, Bondi, like the, the Haitian voodoo god Bondi, is no different than the, the Christian god which I thought was very interesting because um, we always think of voodoo as like some uh, dark practice type of thing. Um, it's all, it, it always has like negative um, connotations, but it's not really all that negative. Exactly. Yeah. People always assume that voodoo is inherently an evil religion, but it's not. It's just been portrayed poorly in the media and associated with witchcraft and honestly a religion uh, propaganda from uh, the Christian churches, honestly, um, ended up leading a lot of people to believe that it was uh, very bad for you. Yeah. Um, but it's not actually because um, their God is based on like their whole Haitian voodoo religion is based on Christianity. So I thought that was a very um, fun thing to note. That is so cool. So Loa yeah. in World of Warcraft, the, I'm sorry, <laughs> the no, battle for Azeroth <laughs> um expansion pack that was actually right before mm -hmm. the one that is out now which is shadowlands mm -hmm. um there so the two factions that came out were the i don't know what they're called the shitty humans i i hate the alliance i'm sorry but um <laughs> they're basically kind of like modeled i think after i think like australians maybe and then the other ones okay. are um the zandalari trolls and they um venerate loas so there's like the Loa of death. There's a Loa of kingship, uh, which was like Brazan. Guan Samdi is a Loa mm -hmm. of death. Um, oh, it's really freaking cool. So like you bringing that up, like I always thought they just made that up, but yeah. I guess like it actually does have an origin. <laughs> yeah, like it actually means something yeah. somewhere in this world. Like, yeah, wow, that's so cool. See, I love when like you uh, you learn small things about that, and you're like, oh, this game that I loved forever. Oh, by the way, it actually has like ties to real world stuff. Oh, like yeah, they actually did their research. Stuff. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Oh, that and, is like, so uh, cool. Going, yeah, and uh, going back to um, what um, Saint Simone looks like, or um, Maximum. Yeah, I forget what. Yeah, he um, he's also depicted in like a very like regal way, almost, which is fun. Uh, he usually is depicted with a top hat, a black tail coat, dark glasses, and <laughs> cotton plugs in his nostrils to resemble a corpse dressed and prepared in a Haitian burial style, which is pretty interesting. But he um, he's always like uh, uh, smoking cigar and like rich tobacco and like drinking rum. That's what he's like associated and loves. Um, and uh, yeah, he's like a really cool thing. So Damn. he kind of reminds me, reminds me of him. That is so Sometimes. cool. It's crazy to see how, like, across different times, like, different countries, mm -hmm. different religions, like, there's so many things that kind of correlate. And um, mm -hmm. it's, like, things that you wouldn't be thinking about, I guess. Like, I don't know, like, how did the Egyptians and the Mayans and the Incans all build, like, these giant structures, you know? Like, how yeah. come there's, like, so many... Uh, 
different religious figures or deities that are kind of the same like i don't know mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah like who's who based what off of what and then why did we all come up with like the same thing and like i get it like there's always like some form of like trade or communication but like there's a lot of the times those religions didn't have or those uh-huh. civilizations didn't have any communications with one another and they exactly. still created like the same stuff from it it's so like how it's, does so cool. work? it's so cool it's so cool what were so, our ancestors thinking? Exactly. <laughs> what were they thinking? It's such a fun thing. If I could go back yeah. in time, that's what I'd that's what I'd want to know. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> just run around with a microphone. Excuse me, but what are you thinking? They're Screaming like devil box, devil box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're burned as witches day one. Like that's like my my biggest worry is that like I'm so excited to go like like I would love to go travel through history, but like maybe for a day because like Granted, I'm like, I have the privilege of being like white, but I'm still a female. <laughs> so like it wouldn't still wouldn't be that great. You for speak me. out of turn, you know they I mean? burn you at the stake. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And like I know, like I'm I'm too hyperactive. I would get immediately thrown in jail. I already know it. Labeled as the village idiot. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> I like to drop jokes. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm just imagining like a little jester's hat but um, oh that would be me oh my god i'm the jester the, I would jester. Be the jester i love it yeah thank you thank you <laughs> an interview was conducted with members of the catholic church in guatemala's prensa libre newspaper um abelardo ruiz perez and archdiocese mentioned that Mastrimon represents corruption and then hugo estrada a Catholic priest even came to call El Hermano the devil. Um, ah. Yeah, so officially the Catholic Church considers any form of prayer or offering to El Hermano as witchcraft. And there seems to be like a very harsh divide between those of the Catholic faith. So there are oh, those that consider yeah. him to be just completely sinister. And then mm-hmm. um, like a sinister representation of a saint. So kind of like tainted. And then there's those who like wholeheartedly believe he is who he is, right? So, like, a, an actual saint. Gotcha. Um, so, mm-hmm. from here, it should be noted that the vast majority of Mashimo's following are actually practicing Catholics. So, they just see him wow. as this, I like, see. unsanctioned, is that the word? Saint, I guess? Um, sure, yes, yes. Like, something still that's like not... like a good spirit. Yeah. Yeah, like, still considers a saint. Yeah, kind of like... Yeah, I guess they're like, screw your roles. We're going to figure out whoever we want. <laughs> this guy gives us money. I'm going to worship him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. So they kind of like go off the road. Yeah. Just to, to, to worship him. Interesting. It's Continue. really cool. Now, you're probably wondering mm-hmm. why on earth many higher ups in the Catholic Church consider Mashimon to be blasphemous or even demonic. So, yeah, that's why I was just like, please continue. I'm like, sorry why? if that's the sound is so rude. No. But I'm just like, please tell me more. I have a lot of questions. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're probably going to get to them. But I'm just like, ooh, shut it. Keep your mouth shut, Rachel. Don't you say a word. <laughs> Button it. Yeah. <laughs> tell me your secrets. Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I believe it's important to note that for the most part, I'm unbiased when it comes to this. Um, I will share my experiences later in the episode, um, but I will be sharing beliefs from both sides of the argument to kind of play devil's advocate here. Just, you know, not be biased. 
Sure. Yeah. So, Do your best to be unbiased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to begin, um, the prayers to El Hermano honestly do seem a little bit ominous. I'm not going to lie about that. They're kind of scary. Ooh. Like, I'm going to be kind of scared okay. to say this out loud, but it's okay. If I get possessed later, at least it'll make a great episode. So it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, as, oh yeah, I'll get get in contact with uh, your partner and awesome. uh, just to make sure he can film you. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll live yeah. it. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Watch Beverly get exercised <laughs> on Patreon Woo-hoo! only. Subscribe at the three tier level. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it's bad, you might as well try to monetize. Exactly. It, right? Fuck yeah, the exorcism of Beverly. <laughs> yeah. Emily Rose, yeah, and- who? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that would be fun. We'll make so much money off of it. It'll be a great time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of wary of repeating them here. And just in case mm-hmm. I do somehow conjure anything after repeating this, just know that I love you and that you're mm-hmm. one of my best friends. So warning, oh, if you're you. not comfortable okay. hearing this, please fast forward about 30 seconds after I give like a little warning. Um, I've gone ahead and taken the translation from a Vice article, which we've linked in the show notes below. And um, Mm -hmm. after comparing the original prayer in Spanish, it does seem to be accurate. So the Vice article gave the prayer in English, and then um, I just went onto some websites to verify that it was actually translated correctly. Um, Gotcha. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so here we go with one of the most popular prayers, the Oración del Puro, or the Prayer of Purity in English. Again, if you don't want to hear it, if you don't want to conjure anything in your home, just in case, you can fast forward like 10, 15 seconds. All right. So here we go. I conjure you pure in the name of Satan, Luzbel, and Lucifer. Dogs bark, cats howl, children cry. And thus, as you conquered the heart of your father and of your mother, Thus, you had conquered the heart of, insert someone's name here, for me, so that I will go th- through singing all the religions, or sorry, all the regions until the seventh region. That was rough. <laughs> no, that's okay. Dyslexia. By region, is that like the region of hell? Maybe. Singing through all the regions until the seventh region. I don't actually, I don't actually know. I think it, it might be, or it might be like the seven continents. Are there seven continents? There are, right? I want to say, yeah, but again, I'm an American. Same. I didn't Public geography. school. <laughs> yeah, following up from that joke on episode one. <laughs> uh, if we get something wrong land location-wise. Public okay. school in America, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We're doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> trying my hardest. doing better. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that one starts off, like, the prayer with some not so great figures, like Satan, Luzbel, yeah, sure. Lucifer, like, different demons, names, stuff like that. Just children mm-hmm. crying, kind of ominous. Dogs barking, cats howling, you know. It's not that great. Sure. Um, I don't actually know what singing through all the regions until the seventh region means. And I also sure. don't know if it's called the I don't know. If it's called the prayer of purity, then why are they putting like demonic names in there? You know, that's just something I was thinking about. Because it's kind sure. of like counterintuitive, I guess. Yeah. But Ooh, maybe he's like a dark saint? 
I'm not quite maybe. sure. Like maybe you know, the evil saint. I don't know. I'm not yeah. Sure. Who knows? Wildly speculating. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Wild speculation. Wild speculation. But yeah, if we're looking at the other side of the coin, um, Mashimon is more of a you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of saint. Um, so one of the texts that El Hermano's followers live by is the Oración de las Siete Velas, or the Prayer of the Seven Candles. Um, each color of each candle color represents something different, but I'm going to just kind of quickly touch on two of the most used, which are the green and the black. So green candles represent hope, mastery of a loved one. So I guess kind of like a love spell, good outcomes in life and to exile the negative. So like if you're trying to bring positivity into your life, love into your life, money, etc., use the green candles. Yeah. And then Aww. the complete opposite of that are the black candles which uh, represents removing murmuring tongues and confounding your enemies. So, like, if, I let's see. say someone's doing, like, brujería on you, which is, like, witchcraft in Spanish, um, mm -hmm. you'd want to use the black candles in that case and, like, do the prayer to Mashimon so that, you know, they can't channel to your energy energy anymore. So I guess for the most gotcha. part, it's they not like... They can't hex you. Yeah. Yeah, they can't hex you. That's a great way to put it. But, um, yeah, I guess... The black isn't really used for black magic. It's more for protecting your energy um, and I like see, yeah. mm -hmm. just kind of making sure that your enemies can't channel into you, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. Yeah. Like um, that's like a kind of very similar in like uh, witchcraft or Wicca, like the color black isn't necessarily something evil to be afraid of. Yeah, yeah. It's not evil. It just, it like also like represents like power and death and protection and like mystery sort of thing so it's yeah. not like a it's not a bad color oh yeah. it's actually like a really nice color like this it's like also it's like i love protection. <laughs> yeah oh man oh it's such a good oh, color i feel so good fuck yeah, yeah. oh but tear up with a nice cute little black dress oh yeah mm. or power suit I've yeah. been really into mm -hmm. black skinny jeans, my black Birkenstocks, and then a black t-shirt. And that's what I'll wear. I don't oh, care if absolutely. it's 150 degrees outside. I will be wearing that. You can catch me in that. I don't care. Oh, uh, I love black. I already love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it already. Slap on like a red lipstick with that combo. Ooh. Done and done. Yeah. Chef's I'm here kiss. for it. Chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're stunning. <laughs> stunning, darling. Stunning. Absolutely <laughs> stunning. But, um... Yeah, so we went over two two different prayers. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess the last one is in the Temple of San, San Andres Itzapa. It's not so much a prayer, but more of like a message for those that are coming in to visit him. Um, and it's said to be from Maximon himself, but just kind of like with the Bible, you never know if it was actually written by a deity or if it was written by man. In this case, more than likely written by a person. So gotcha. Okay. It reads negativity is not allowed. Do not come to me with the fist of candles to seek evil against your brothers and neighbors because the damage that you seek for them will be given to you. Do not waste my time coming dressed as a wolf in sheep's clothing, except obviously this is in Spanish because it's Guatemala, but um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's basically oh, telling people to fun. not come to him with like their bullshit. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. It also kind of sounds like the rule of three. Um, or like the threefold law, it's like whatever energy you uh, you put out into the world, it comes back to you like threefold. So that's like I didn't know that's that. Why you should always be yeah. Is that like what that's it's like called? a huge like uh, yeah, it's like a huge like Wiccan practice, um, or it's like very popular. It's like um, 
like uh, I don't know, go as you are, but do no harm or something like that. Um, but it's like they they believe like it's it'll come back to you in like threefold depending on what kind of energy you put out there. That so that's so why cool. it's always like encouraged to put like positive energy out there because uh, if not, you'll get like screwed over. Yeah. <laughs> you'll screw yourself over Absolutely. Too. Yeah. It's kind of like karma, like yeah. what you put out into the yeah. world, that's what you're going to get yeah. back like tenfold. It's freaking crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I was just, I was just going to say it's like a, an energy boomerang almost. Yeah. <laughs> a karmatic boomerang. <laughs> I'm going to be a complete. Yeah completely transparent here i cut off a handicapped person on the freeway the other day and then i hit traffic Dang. immediately after karma there you go yep karma's a bitch i'm karma's an asshole bitch i'm sorry <laughs> oh my god i uh, know it could be worse <laughs> true um but yeah so reading this it can be seen that the majority of those worshiping the effigy do have good intentions but we all know that there are always a select few that use good for evil. Um, you know, like you, yeah. you can't just outright classify this guy as evil because sure. he's not overtly evil. You know, just like you said, like if you yes. come to me with like your bullshit, like you're going to get that bullshit right back. But like if you're yeah. over here, you know, it's the way I see it is they're just manifesting. They want money. They're over here yeah. praying for it. Like, giving all these offerings to this effigy like you're putting that energy out into the universe they're manifesting that if you're oh, putting sure. negative energy out into the universe like why wouldn't the universe back. be like hey fuck you <laughs> it just throws yeah. it right back into your face so exactly or yeah or it's like if you're if you're praying to you know god or jesus and saying like hey i want something bad to happen to my neighbor they're most likely going to be like no you're going to get it right back at you <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know yeah it's the same yeah yeah it's so crazy karmatic boomerang <laughs> karmatic boomerang i love that make that a sticker <laughs> is karmatic a real word or did i just make that up i, I don't know i think it is let's see i'm not karmatic. an english major yep it is a word. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Google can confirm. Fuck yeah. The Google confirmed it. So. Yes. I all right. Sometimes. So we've gone over the history. We've gone over the mythology. We've, you know, touched on like the prayers and the different uh, ways that people worship this deity or mm -hmm. saint, I guess, in the Catholic eyes. So now we're mm -hmm. going to go on to real stories. I've come across both on the internet from my family and then also my own encounter with him so we got a couple of stories lined up for you um oh how exciting you know after you hear these whichever one you found the creepiest let us know in the comments below too we'd love Ooh, to hear yeah. you know if you've had any experiences with it um any additional mm -hmm. facts that you have on him we'd love to hear it all yeah. just let us know your thoughts yeah you can also you know send us an email so the first story mm -hmm. was found on whattheparanormal.blogspot.com, and it's about a woman mm -hmm. and her mother who lived in one of the neighborhoods where the saint's idol resided during the year. So this, again, is oh. in um, Santiago Atitlan, which is where mm -hmm. the effigy is moved to different households each year during Holy Week. So gotcha. um, during the Holy Week celebrations, this young woman wasn't allowed to go anywhere due to her mother's fear, but she didn't know exactly her mother, she didn't know exactly what her mother was afraid about. And so she asked and she relates oh. the story that her mom told her to us. I see. So. Gotcha. Getting into it. When her mom was 14, uh, she and her grandmother. So 
I'm going to be kind of telling this from, I guess, like a third person perspective. When I talk about she, it's going to be the mom. Um, but okay. the mom is 14 at this time. So it's years back. So when her mom was 14, she and her grandmother visited relatives in Escuintla. So that's another city in Guatemala. It's pretty famous. They have like a really cool um, church there. Um, Ooh, and okay. during Holy Week and even all around, it's really colorful. Um, they have like different vendors selling stuff. It's really cool. But everything was fine until they visited one of her grandmother's acquaintances who happened to be a bakery owner. There, um, they saw, you know, like a lot of economic hardship in Esquinta at that time. Um, so the lady and her grandmother were talking when the 14-year-old, so the mom, noticed the statue of El Hermano placed in the corner right next to where the bread was being baked. Um, okay. So upon noticing the girl's curiosity, so the mom's curiosity, the baker asked her to do a favor. She asked her to place the statue on its head and unable to say no, because that's how we were raised. You can't say no to your elders. <laughs> um, sure, yeah. <laughs> the 14-year-old mom obliged. So now this next part may seem a little bit far-fetched, um, and many of you will probably not believe this, but after what mm -hmm. I have experienced and after what my grandma has experienced, I can almost say with almost pure certainty that this likely did happen. So back to the story. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I hate oh, it. I hate okay. every moment oh, of it. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so... Ah, all right. Okay, tell me more. So, right after placing <laughs> the statue upside down, both the mom and the grandmother saw the statue fucking rise up into the air, turn around on its own, like, right side up, and um, sit back down on the chair as normal. Yep. I hate every moment of it. Uh, the baker saw how upset the little girl was, so the mom and the grandmother, um, after what they had experienced, and she merely just fucking laughed, and she said she would offer San Simon um, cigars and liquor to appease him, as the statue did not like what the mother had done to him, so why the fuck would you tell a 14-year-old to do that if he knew that he wouldn't yeah. like that? That's kind of fucked up, you know? I don't oh, know. Oh, man, you're, like, potentially cursing your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you wanted to creep her out. Exactly. Oh, come on, man. It's fucked. <laughs> I would be so mad if I was that mom. I'd be like, you just did that to me? What the fuck? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You're supposed to protect me. Exactly. You're like, what the heck? Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to get haunted for the rest of my life. Yeah, it's so come fucked on, up. Man. So um the author then, so the, the daughter of the mom then stated that in present day they came across an article where that same bakery burned down. Um, but the only thing that was left inside was actually just the statue of St. Mashimon. So you can take oh, from damn. that what you will. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. you know, a uh, story on the internet, it's hard to believe everything that you read. Kind of like what we sure, encountered yeah. last week with the Whistler. Um, mm -hmm. But I do think it's, I kept an open mind, just like, mm -hmm. again, based on my experiences. Um, yeah. I am a believer in the paranormal. I don't really believe in, mm -hmm. like, gods or anything like that. But I do believe in, like, ghosts, which is weird. Probably sure. doesn't make sense, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that was that story. So, again, that was Ew. found on a yeah. blog spot. So, oh. kind of like a someone's personal blog. Um, but now, I'm going to move on yeah. to oh. another story. 
So. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. This okay. one's a little bit more uh, personal. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm even more creeped out. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting even more creeped out because you're like, yeah, I can't verify that some of this stuff happened. Like, because of your stuff. And now I'm just like, what have you seen, Beverly? Look <laughs> me in the eyes and tell me your secrets. <laughs> I will tell you all of my secrets. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Ah, continue. So, uh, the second story <laughs> that I'm recounting um, actually mm-hmm. came from my mom, my uncles, and my great grandma. Um, my great grandma has since passed oh. away, but um, mm-hmm. just like my grandma, mm-hmm. she's she was a very like honest person. She didn't like to joke around. She was very serious mm-hmm. and like always told the truth. Um, my mom, oh, yeah. I'm a little least incli- less inclined to believe because she likes to joke around. Um, but my uncle, and well, she has three brothers. My three uncles can actually back this story up. So gotcha. I'm a little bit more inclined to believe this. Um, it's again, mm-hmm. it's very bizarre. So again, if you don't believe that, that's okay. Um, I do because it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this. Yeah. So um, Back in Guatemala, my mom, uncles, and great-grandma were all living in an older house, which was connected to a store that they owned. So my great-grandmother had a friend named Lydia, who she would bring around the house, and Lydia would help her pray to Mashimon, saying that he can bring success to the store, bringing money, help with like taking care of the kids, etc., so that she wouldn't have to be working a lot. Um, so my great-grandmother was like, all right, why not, and took the statue in. For some reason, they placed a statue at the foot of one of my uncle's beds. So there's two twins. They were both like um, seven or eight years old. Then there was my Mm -hmm. other uncle who was like 10. And then my mom who was like 12 or 14. Um, Okay. Again, very poor. So they all slept in the same room. They placed it at the foot of one of the twins' beds. Um, Gotcha. But yeah, every night when they would go to sleep, my great-grandma would wake up to the smell of sulfur um poop and rotten meat oh no yeah oh no yeah oh no yeah oh that's absolutely disgusting you have watched yeah and if you watch like any like scary movie ever or know anything about like demonology and stuff they always say like if something bad's in the room like it smells like rotten meat and sulfur and stuff like that oh it's bad okay yeah okay so she would wake up to that hold on wait let me me buckle in okay buckle up i'm strapped in continue for the ride let's go on this roller coaster (laughs) okay okay i'm here for it Uh yeah so when she would follow it it would be coming from the kids room um specifically the smell was strongest near his bed where the statue was yeah so um okay yeah and then every Mm. night my mom also said that my uncle would wake up screaming from nightmares saying that a wolf was attacking him um, and when yeah. he would put his hands up to protect himself in his dreams, that same wolf, yeah. wolf would turn into Mashimon. Um, Ew! Yeah, oh, so God. it kind of like brings up the the plaque on that church from before where it says like, don't come to me dressed as a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes, so, yes, yes. Ew. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But um, this had been going on for such a long time that my great grandma finally had enough because first of all, why would you want the smell of shit in your house? Second of all, yeah. your kids, your great grandkid is, or your grandkid is like waking up screaming. That's scary. Exactly. Third of all, yeah. statue's fucking You're creepy. You're not getting sleep. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. She needs to work. She needs to bring that money in. 
just make money when your kid's up screaming and it smells like shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So she had enough and she accused Lydia of practicing, um, what's it called? Uh, brujeria in her home. So witchcraft. Yeah. Um, which in Catholic eyes is always deemed and like considered to be like very bad. Obviously now, you know, witchcraft is not bad. Like it's just, yeah. you know, manifestation. Sure. And some places know. like take it super seriously still, mm-hmm. but yeah. 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 It, it can be super serious practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's not like, it's not like cute little TikTok stuff all over the, all over the world. Like sometimes it gets real brutal. Yeah. <gasps> That's another thing we can talk about. That's another topic we can go down. Fuck yeah. Mm. Let's do it. Gonna mark that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. All right. So. Um, she practiced Lydia of practicing brujeria in her home, and she told Lydia mm-hmm. to come by and pick up the statue if she didn't want it thrown in the trash. So that same day, Lydia mm-hmm. came over to pick up the statue from their house, um, but she pleaded with my great grandma, um, asking her to give okay. her one more, give him one more try. Um, my great grandma went okay. to pick up the statue because she was like all she was done with it. She's like, I don't want to give it another try. My house smells like shit. My kid is having nightmares. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> How big is this statue? Like, is it? It was like, like this big. Or... Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So like a like a foot almost. Like a foot. Yeah. Okay, um, a foot high. So it's not that big. Um, but you yeah, you no. you've seen what it looks like, and we'll put kind pictures up again. Gnome? Oh, absolutely. Kind yeah. of. It's almost the height of a garden gnome, but he's sitting on a chair. He's like sitting, holding like a cane, like this, and then oh, um, he has like his. Uh, fedora on he has the mustache um he has like a very stern look and he's always holding a cigar um so ah, i see so it's like a very specific statue interesting yeah. okay it's I see. crazy mm-hmm. so um wow. when my great grandma went to pick up the mm-hmm. statue again this is a catholic household they have crosses everywhere yeah. they have religious icons oh, everywhere gosh. yeah all of the crosses on the room like in the room and the pictures of Jesus just flew off the wall, nearly hitting my uncle on the head and my mom. Whoa. Yeah. Then all of the electrical cords. Yeah. I, I would not believe this if it hadn't been for my great grandma telling it, you know, cause yeah, I trust everything she says. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that happened. Then all of the cords that granted like the electricity back then wasn't that great, but sure. They still had, like, stuff plugged in, um, like the TV in the room. Mm-hmm. So the cords ripped themselves out of the walls, started flinging around like snakes. Um, my mom, Ew. uncle. Yeah. <laughs> my mom, uncle, and great-grandma all saw Lydia seemingly just be pushed to her knees. And there was a belt in the room that just started to, like, tie itself around her neck so like starting to Ew. choke her yeah and your great grandma's neck no 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 no, no. lydia the the lydia's neck okay yeah yeah, yeah. The, so her friend yes yes exactly yes. Oh, so wow. like my you can just imagine like my grandma's like in the corner trying to keep the kids safe and this lady's yeah. just in the middle of the room like on her knees being choked um <laughs> with a fucking yeah belt? with a fucking belt and like the way my grandma described it the belt was like Pulled up. up, so it looked like someone was like pulling on it. Yeah, <gasps> where'd the belt come from? Like from the wardrobe. Nowhere? Yeah, but holy from sh- the fucking wardrobe. <laughs> so I'm just imagining this ghost like making itself at or 
demon, whatever, making itself at home, like figuring out where all this shit is. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking choke yeah. you with the belt, bitch. Like, wow. I hate it. I've um, been here long enough. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But yeah, uh, it looked like someone was behind her, choking her, but clearly there was no one there. Um, Lydia started yeah. screaming and she was pleading, like literally begging whatever force was choking her to forgive her That's and forgive sad. them. Yeah. And um, everyone in that room started screaming, <laughs> everything going on. Yeah. So I'm just imagining, so like the way my mom described it, which kind of differs from the way my uncle described it. My mom described it as things just kind of like circling around the room. But my uncle described it more as things being thrown off the walls and like things on the floor being thrown up and like, like across the room. My great grandma gotcha. described it that same way. So I don't think things were actually hovering. Things were just being thrown you know thrown yeah so um wow yeah from like undescribable pl- uh, things that shouldn't be thrown like things like are on the wall that nothing's touching them are being thrown across exactly the wall. <laughs> yeah like across the room fucking oh hate my it god. i hate it so much oh hated that for them. <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay i'm not gonna lie i have not read any of your notes because i wanted to be surprised <laughs> I was not expecting this at all. I thought it was going to be like this one time. I was hiding in the closet and I heard a scary noise in my grandma's house. And we were like, ooh, it's a ghost. But no, this is different. <laughs> You're like, this is not what I expected. And I hate every second of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have been smoking weed this entire time. I'm on a whole new level of creeped out, but I'm so excited to be here. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> so <laughs> you can just so lovely. Yeah. So you can imagine the chaos. There's um four or five, there's six people in this room, tiny little room. Sure. Everyone's screaming. Mm-hmm. Shit is throwing off the like flying off the walls. You can imagine little kids screaming, like literally just yeah. panicking. My great grandma didn't know what to do. So she straight up just grabbed the statue that was in her hand and she threw it across the room it shattered everything fell oh wow everything stopped yep wow ew, <laughs> ew. yeah ew. so everything just stopped like it, it just from one second complete chaos the next second complete silence lydia on the ground fucking gasping for air she's like freaking out she's like trying to put together the pieces my grandma kicks yeah. her out, or my great grandma kicks her out, um, and yeah. you know, again, accusing would. her of doing black <laughs> magic in her home, which at that point mm. I feel like was very likely. Um, and my yeah. grandma's biggest thing of or great grandma's, sorry, I'm just gonna. She was, we call her Mama Tere. So Mama Tere's sure. biggest thing Mama was um, mm-hmm. she didn't even ask for permission <laughs> to practice black magic in her home. She's like, if you had just asked. <laughs> That's her whole thing. She was gotcha. all about consent. <laughs> gotcha. I love it. I love it. Oh love my god. It. Well, that's so that's so like interesting because he's like so tied to like the Catholic religion there too. So it's just like some view of like witchcraft fathers are like, no, he's actually like a good saint. Yeah. And, like just don't piss him off. Yeah. So like, <laughs> oh, that's so fun. So she might have actually been like trying to help out like genuinely. Ah, the poor thing. Ah, or not speculating wildly, but like. Oh, that's so weird. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. I'm how everyone views it. Ew. I grew up with Lydia. You'll see later. My grandma, even after all of that and after the next story, never let go of her as oh, a no friend. Sure. They say to friends. this day, she's still friends with her. I don't like the lady. Um 
Oh, okay. I was going to ask. It was like, oh, tell me about Lydia. Yeah, no. So, like, a little backstory on Lydia, actually. She, so during the Guatemalan, um, like, civil wars uh, in the Mm. 1900s, so the Guatemalan Civil Wars basically started when the uh, the American Fruit Company or something didn't want to pay taxes, and the president of Guatemala wanted them to pay taxes. They refused to pay taxes. The CIA ended up assassinating the president, putting in their own president, who was fucking horrible. Then it was just, oh like, indigenous God. people and citizens of Guatemala against, like, the richer people and, like, the military. So she was a guerrilla. During that time, okay. as a guerrilla, she, like, a lost... Uh, a guerrilla is, like, a... A gorilla, uh, like a oh, like okay. a gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. freedom fighter, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So she was like Understood. living up in mm-hmm. the mountains, like in the forests, in the rainforest with the indigenous people. They introduced her to yeah. it, but then she just took it to a whole different level and like did not use them for good. <laughs> Whoa! Um, yeah. Holy shit! Okay, so okay, so this lady who was essentially like practicing like guerrilla warfare in a civil like war was like hey i got this really cool thing that you should try basically <laughs> was like, yeah okay yeah sure holy moly yeah. wow what a life yeah what a life lydia lived gosh she's still alive she is still alive and thriving bonafide wow. libra was like, <laughs> wow holy moly because i was yeah. like i kind of have a few questions for her but i don't know if we want to yeah <laughs> we want to hear or not holy shit she's a She's wow. a very manipulative person. I will put it that way. Um, mm, mm. Then never mind. We're trying to show. keep Get that negative out no. energy out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy, holy. Okay. Just She's kidding. wild. Lydia's out. Yeah. No, we're not going to talk about Lydia mm-hmm. anymore. She's just going to be a We don't talk about Lydia. Oh, DNC. Maybe we should cut that out. Um, well, <laughs> right. If it's five seconds, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so after all of that bullshit, <laughs> my entire mm-hmm. family has honestly believed that he's not a saint at all, but rather the devil being represented as a saint, which I can fully gotcha. understand after what they experienced. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So, and after, especially after you told me Lydia's background, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Continue. <laughs> they can oh fuck right God, off. <laughs> Yeah, holy moly. It's wild. Um, but yeah, they believed all sorts of, like, any practice revolving around the effigy is just black magic and brujeria. Um, and, like, covered in a shroud of goodness, I guess. Like, it's being represented oh. as good, but it's actually good, like, evil. Um, yes, I see. But, yeah, so this story wow. also touches on something that I read from the Prensa Libre article, which I mentioned before. Um, a resident okay. of Santiago Atitlan told the newspaper that many people were afraid of getting rid of their statues. Um, so he said, true or not, here it is thought that if you cease to worship, it can bring misfortune. Others believe that nothing will happen, but to be secure, it is better to leave him in peace. Where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you're making a deal with the devil almost. It's like yeah. You're in, you're in. You can't, you can't just back out. Can't back out. Exactly. Um, mm. So that just kind of confirmed it for me, Oof. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I hated every moment of it, though. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's icky. No, yeah. I hate that. So um, the third story comes from my grandma. So the first one 
was from my great grandma. This one comes from my grandma, so it's like a generational thing, I guess. <laughs> um, gotcha. So this one's a little um, scary. Um, it's very short, but it's mm. still very scary. Um, yeah. So for some reason, my grandma continued being friends with Lydia, even after my grandma, my great grandma, <laughs> and the rest of my family distanced themselves from her. My grandma's a cancer. Sure, yeah. She has a bleeding heart. Mm. She wears her heart on her yeah. sleeves. She likes to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Gotcha. I don't. Oh, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> that is fair. That but, is fair. But yeah. So. Uh, yeah, she stayed friends with Lydia. Um, oh boy. And Lydia. Oh, back to Lydia. Exactly. So, remember that during the Civil War, like her leg didn't really work. She has a piece of metal in there, so she can't really bend it. She can't drive. Oh shit. So my grandma. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she used to drive her around all over the place when they both moved to the U.S. Um, she used to drive her to, like, her appointments, uh, both doctor's appointments and, like, client appointments because she used to basically deal her services out to people with Mashimon, um, telling them, like, hey, like, if you give offerings to this saint, right? Um, it's crazy because I remember her altar for this guy. It was in the living room. It was... Oh, um, yeah. It was... So it wasn't actually the saint the statue no she gets two statues so on the altar it was the statue of mashimon and then there was a statue of judas which why and then like all over oh, she had yeah. like different crystals and she would have like candles burning 24 7 um sure so yeah so she wow. would yeah every yeah, client that... that she would go to she would like give them a statue and they would have to create their own altar for him um whoa and that's how like she made a living it's just like selling mashimon yeah wow selling mashimon selling like her services like with praying to him um which we'll kind of see wasn't much of a prayer so yeah so oh interesting so okay so like how i'm kind of viewing it and you know tell me if i'm wrong but like she's kind of like like a, a witch that's like hey if you give me money, I'll pray for you for the to this God, and then he'll give you like he'll grant your wish. Type yeah, of thing. That is okay. exactly so what she was doing. doing. <laughs> wow. That is a great way Amazing. to put it. <laughs> I couldn't figure out a way wow. to like describe that, but that is exactly what she was doing. Um, Holy moly! Art is so lucrative. Okay, art is so it. lucrative. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can do anything you put wow. your mind to. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, continue. All right. Wow, I have many of an idea now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandma used to drive her to her appointments. Um, so it was both doctor's appointments and then also the client appointments, um, seeing as gotcha. if Lydia couldn't drive. And she, mm-hmm. my grandma would never participate because she didn't really believe in it until she sure. saw it with her own eyes. She, like, never actually believed in it. <gasps> she was like, oh, whatever. Like, she's just making money, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just having to make money out of people. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the front seat of her car. It's a living. Type of thing. Like the 90s zoom in. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But Aww. yeah, she used to just sit in the back of the room, like twiddling her thumbs, I guess. I don't know what people did without cell sure. phones back then. But um, oh God, yeah. Yeah. So she would sit in the back of the room while Lydia and her customers prayed. Um, most of the time they would pray for success, well-being, and love, do like love spells, stuff like that. But sure. in this particular instance, when my grandma actually witnessed something happen, they mm-hmm. were praying for revenge on a cheating husband. 
Oh. Which, if we're going back to the prayers, it says, don't. Yeah. 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 Come to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come to him with your. The threefold law. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, (laughs) The three plies of toilet paper roll. Three plies. (laughs) Triple pie. Extra plush. Um, it's like <laughs> you have you have three sheets of toilet paper and the worst diarrhea you ever had in your life. Good luck. <laughs> like that's what that. That's what that and you ate corn uh, the day before. <laughs> no, no, and honey, you've been blocked for years. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Rose. So, Mickey. cheating husband. Okay. Um, my grandma yes. called this Ooh, black magic and. I'm still not sure what black magic is. It might be this, yeah. maybe, but um, maybe, I've never yeah. actually looked maybe into it's just it. Just like anything you call, like anything you just think is bad, that yeah, brings bad things. Maybe it's black magic. If you're putting know. that Continue. bad energy out into the universe, like that's what you're gonna get back. But yeah. Um, yeah, so while Lydia and the people praying with her were on their knees, eyes closed, which I don't know how she got on her knee. Because she oh, can't yeah. bend it. So, like, I don't... Maybe oh, she wow. was sitting on the chair. I don't know. I know that other people yeah. were sitting on their knees. Or, like, on their knees. Um, mm-hmm. They all had their eyes closed. But my grandma was staring at them. And she straight up saw, with her own two eyes, a pile of actual fucking feces materialize out of thin air in front of the group. So, like, just imagine these old ladies in a okay, circle. Uh, yeah. Oh, manifesting uh-huh. some bullshit like for a cheating husband and then there's just like a pile of shit just <laughs> I'm just imagining it go you know yeah. <laughs> right into the middle of the room just a little, <laughs> like a little poop emoji exactly like uh, with a little wow. smiling face it's like hey it's me <laughs> hi yeah what did I tell you <laughs> um it's fucking wow. horrible. Yeah. So they they were chanting to the statue. They saw this pile of shit literally materialized out of thin air. Um, when they got oh. to the second or third uh, like iteration of the prayer, my grandma started witnessing glasses flying off of the cupboards. Oh. Um, all the oh candle my. flares would shoot up. So like rather than just going like this, like every time they would restart the prayer, it would just. Um, oh wow yeah flames would like enlarge and or, exactly like, yeah like burst. shoot up wow it was crazy and then um it says so yeah shoot up nearly touching the walls setting the apartment on fire almost like it was like almost to the ceiling she says again my Holy grandma shit. is a little bit older now um yeah so maybe she's re-remembering that incorrectly but she every time she's told me the story since i was little mm-hmm. there's the poop is like the one thing she remembers um oh wow but yeah that's so much fun after after they finished their prayers all of the candles went out at once and then one by one they turned on afterwards so ah. i hate that i hate that for her yeah i hate it and all of their yeah all of their eyes are still closed and everything uh, i think praying. by that and by by that point they were done praying so they saw that okay, happen gotcha. um ooh, ooh. so i've just i don't know i've always thought about like different ways that she could have manipulated that, that. yeah yeah yeah, so like uh, wow. Yeah, sorry. I just like I took a real like I had to take a moment. Yeah, like maybe if my <laughs> like, grandma how? had her eyes closed, maybe Lydia could have just had like a little bag of poop. <laughs> While everyone's there, just like throw it onto the ground, be like, oh, he's hearing our prayers. He <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but dang. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
So that was my grandma's story. Wow. Which what the fuck? Why poop? Yeah, poop that disappears out of nowhere. Yeah, holy moly! I hate that. Um, and then lastly is my story. So this took place yeah. in my childhood apartment. Um, so I grew up kind of like in the ghetto. <laughs> so uh, the way it was laid out was basically um, it, it was an apartment building. It had four. It had two apartments on the bottom floor, and then it had three apartments on the top floor. In the back, there was an alleyway, but it was, like, locked off. Um, so, like, only the manager could go back there, and he rarely ever came. And then also, you couldn't climb okay. over the fence because they had that barbed wire just kind of, you know, so that people wouldn't be oh. climbing back there. So, yeah. um, I believe we were on the second floor. Or it might have been the first floor. One of the floors. I think I wrote it down here, but I, th- I think we were on the second floor. Pretty sure. Um, I don't really remember the layout of the apartment that much, but I do remember we ended up making a second bedroom in there because my mom ended up moving in with them. Um, so mm. they cut off the living room like in half and created that as like a second bedroom. Oh, right. I see. So my mom and grandma let Lydia live with them still. So oh she goes into the sports story. <laughs> it is also short, but it is also creepy. All right. So. Oh, gosh. Okay. So you're a little kid. Lydia comes to move in with your family. Yep. Okay. I think. I gotcha. I think this was around like 2005. So I was like in the fifth grade, I want to okay. say. Um, so again, she had the altar for him in the living room, but then she also had oh like an altar for him in the closet. Uh, so the oh. altar for the for El Hermano was deep in the back of her closet, like right in the corner, dark as fuck. She couldn't bend down. My sister wasn't born yet. So it was me. <laughs> oh, so, no. You had to set it up? Yeah, I had to set it up. I had to give him his offerings every morning or every night. So since she was never able to bend down because of her leg surgery, um, she would basically ask me to give El Hermano his daily ofrendas. And I would always oh, hesitate because this motherfucker just really creeped me out, dude. Like, yeah. I, like, imagine as a little kid seeing, I, mm, it was just that like a statue. weird feeling. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Don't ask me to do this. Exactly. Oh, no. She uh-uh. would always give me like a little bag full of things to put in front of him. Um, and I had to mm. crawl to the back of the closet. So it was like, it's it had like those um, rolling uh, doors, but one of them wouldn't work. Yes. So it was only like one that would roll, and she put the altar like all the way in the back of the one door that didn't work. On the one end. So I would actually yeah. have to crawl in and out of there, and it was Holy terrifying. Holy. So um, yeah, yeah. So I place an unlit cigar, a shot glass full oh. of uh, like liquor. Some I, I don't know what kind of liquor it was, but it was like clear liquor. A glass of water, tortillas, and then a dollar bill at his feet. So every time I would go <laughs> to place his fucking ofrendas, I would find the tortillas half eaten. The <gasps> shot glass would be empty. And this is daily, okay? So, like, I would be going yeah. back there daily. So it's not like my grandma would be scavenging for tortillas in the back of a closet, you know? Yeah. So... <laughs> And, like, no one else is going in there. She couldn't bend down. She also was kind of bigger. She couldn't fit in the closet. <laughs> like, it was me, a gotcha, little kid, doing this for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, Aww, um, man. yeah. So, 
the the cigar seemed to have been smoked, so like it was kind of crunchy at the end, you know. Um, the dollar yeah. bill would be nowhere to be found. So he's like a fucked up Santa Claus, essentially. Basically, a fucked up Santa Claus that just leaves <laughs> everything like half done. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, kind of horrible, but um. And he was just in your living room growing up. Wow. Yeah, in the living room, and then also like in her bedroom closet. It was so scary, but um. I remember one day I just I had enough like I I enjoy being scared when it's on my own accord you know like for sure if yeah. I choose to it be scared nice exactly <laughs> if I choose to be scared I will gladly be scared but if you're making me do this shit that I don't like to do I will rebel I don't want to yeah. do it so absolutely yeah yeah so one day I told Lydia I didn't want to do it anymore because he scared me and she yeah this bitch straight up just, I'm sorry, Lydia, but this bitch straight up just, like, looked at me and, like, shook her head a little bit. And, um, that was the only day I didn't give him his ofrendas. I, ooh, ooh. Until the day my mom finally moved us out of that apartment, I had to keep giving it to him after this incident. Um, So, um, yeah. So that same night that I didn't give him his offerings, I was sitting in my room. Ah, so it was the second floor. On the second floor. So again, my Uh room faces the alleyway. The alleyway is blocked off. There's barbed wire. No one could get in there. I'm on the second floor. Living in the ghetto. There's bars on the windows, etc. Okay? So like... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Painting a picture. I was sitting in my room, doing absolutely fucking nothing, when I hear on the wall just... Was it the wall? No, it was a window. It was on the window. It was just a, like, three taps. Three fucking yeah. taps. And I, like, oh. I was Aww. like, okay, it's nighttime. No one can go back there. <gasps> like, my mom's not in here. Who the fuck is tapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is, what is happening? Like, Someone what the fuck? To me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And this was, this was uh, after the, the first day that you've ever missed giving him his offering. Yeah. Oh, so man. I freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, did I actually just hear that? Am I making that up? Because sometimes I'll just hear noises. You know? Sure. Normal. Yeah. 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 It's a living world. <sighs> so I, my brave little, like, fifth grade, whatever, fucking ass just decides to put on a brave face. And I just mm-hmm. open the curtain a little bit. Oh no! Okay, yes, and and first of all, I heard again, uh-huh. and then I'm like looking out into the darkness because I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? And then it's just like a dark face, uh-huh. just the fucking face looking back at me. And when I fucking really? yeah, so it, I don't know how to describe it. Imagine, okay, okay so it's dark. My room is dark because I'm just, like, sitting in there, you know, like, doing whatever kids do. The alleyway is dark. There's no light back there. But I guess there was, like, enough light in my room that I was sort of reflecting the face. So, like, I could see the features of a man. It had a mustache. And the smile was just a little bit too wide for what it was supposed to be. It was, like, a normally large. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't like a stretch i don't know how to describe it it was it like to hear like i mm, mm. (laughs) but it was like a a joker smile it was just 
staring at me and smiling. And I fucking freaked the fuck out. Because to this day, like, I can still see that face in my fucking head and I hate it. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. I ran out of that fucking room screaming and crying. And I, like, ran up to Lydia and I told her exactly what I saw. And she straight up looked at me and she just went, this bitch was like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. she's like, you should have given him his ofrendas. And she made me promise him, promise her that I would, like, never miss another offering for him again. And, like, I've had a lot of scary fucking encounters. Like, I've heard a lot of stories from my family. I've dealt with some bullshit in Connecticut. This yeah. is hands down the scariest fucking thing I've ever had to, like, deal with. I, I, the face, Holy the face, geez. I wish I could draw, yeah. I'm gonna draw it. I'm gonna draw it for you. That's what I was but, gonna ask. I was gonna say, could you put yourself through just a slight bit of emotional trauma and draw that for <laughs> us? Because I'm very interested to yeah, see it was, what it um, like. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Nike's Batman. Yeah. And then, so did you, did you know of, um, St. Simone, like before, because your, your family told you all these stories or did you learn about all these stories? Like after you got your scare and you're like, hi, I saw something. And then they told you all these things. It was after. <laughs> Whoa. So you didn't, you knew nothing I about did. like with this guy. <gasps> all I knew was that the statue gave me bad vibes. I was always really scared with it. I did not like touching him or being near him. Like, I like little kids have good intuition, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I just got really bad up. feelings about mm-hmm. him. I don't know. It was. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Oh, that's it. the worst. That's that's like the the weird, creepy shit that you see in like horror movies that are like, hey, like there's this really crazy stuff happening. I'm finally going to tell my parents about it. And exactly. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, our family's cursed. <laughs> and you're like, okay, great. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Yeah. Now that you know. It's fun. Wow. That's amazing. It's not a good time. Thank you so much for sharing our stories. Yeah. Or all of your stories. Yeah. That's the creepiest thing that I think I've heard in a very long time. Wow. I would love to see like a horror game made of him, you know? Yeah. Oh, that would be really interesting. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Oh, holy moly, dude. But, yeah, final thoughts on all of this. Yeah, so, you know, like... This is amazing. People, <laughs> yeah, like, with lots of things, there's obviously people that use this idol for for bad intentions, you know? Um, just sure. like there's people mm-hmm. that genuinely use him to manifest good things into their life. Um, so he can be yeah. used for evil, he can be used for good. We just need to realize that everything comes with a price. Like, everything you do Ooh, comes with a price. True. Whether it's good or it's mm-hmm. bad. You always have a price to pay. If you're praying and giving ofrendas so that harm may fall upon your enemies, um, you'll obviously be opening yourself up to evil and like bad energies and just bringing that into your yeah. life. Um, karma won't be too nice to you. The threefold rule, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that the majority of people that use him um, and like venerating him truly just want him to like grant their wishes for like more money, more success, etc. I think Lydia is sure. just like the outlier, you know, like she, okay, gotcha. she yeah. did not use him for good. <laughs> yeah. She's also she like scamming like people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Holy but, moly. Um, yeah. You just really need to be careful for like what you wish for and how you go about manifesting yeah. things. Um, 
like historically I felt indifferent about different religious figures throughout my life, mainly because of the sure. bullshit my mom put me through and being baptized into 40 different churches. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. until Mashimon, I just, I didn't really believe in that kind of stuff. And then he just For fucking sure. turned my world upside down and I hated it. <laughs> But yeah. um, just based off my individual and familial history with it, I don't have a good feeling about him. Um, but I do have family that fall on both mm-hmm. sides of the spectrum. I have my ancestry. Mm-hmm. Some of my family members Ooh. do believe that he's good, right? But then, like, the other side of sure. my family. So, like, on my grandma's side, everyone mm-hmm. kind of hates him. <laughs> and then on my grandpa's side, gotcha. like, people venerate him. So, um Yeah, I don't know. So looking back on how the history of how he came to be, there's like different variations of his origin. Um, So really, who's to say what the truth is? Uh, Something that just really resonated with me was um, in San Andres Itzapa message saying that negativity is not allowed um, and to not seek damage against neighbors. It's it's especially Mm -hmm. important to look back on because of what my grandma's friend was asking of him and like using him for which is all negative like when the poop materialized out of thin air like revenge on her husband i don't know but yeah i I don't know i I don't know if he's good or bad i feel like he's just more of a chaotic neutral entity like you don't know which way he's gonna go um it just depends on like what you put into it it could be witchcraft or magic or brujeria as it's called in america but it could also be a saint it could be fake who knows i don't think it's fake yeah <laughs> but um right oh yeah. yeah oh man uh especially oh yeah especially like going through what you went through and also listening to your family and all their stories and also knowing lydia ah ah <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't blame you at all like holy yeah. goodness ma'am she's kind of horrible oh yeah no that yeah no that's that's crazy insane yeah. no i'm Thank you so much for sharing all that with me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm so glad. I just, I knew that I, I shouldn't read any of your personal stories. And I just read enough to be like, hey, I can make a comment every once yeah. in a while in your notes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to know, like, everything, like, your ties to it and, like, uh, how it was and with your family and, like, your family uh, history yeah. and everything. Oh, man, that, oh, that gives me goosebumps now. Ooh, I hate ew. it. <laughs> I still uh, hate it. Yeah. Ah, and you know, that just goes to show like you always have to like watch out for like what you what you ask for, like you're saying exactly. and like what you even bring into your into your life in general. Or it's kinda or like who, a genie you, ask you know? For. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. What's your creep factor for this? Oh goodness me. Oh, it's it's through the roof, not gonna lie. <laughs> just getting your personal aspect on it honestly has has heightened uh any creep factor that uh yeah that I've honestly ever had before. Um, yeah, no, that, oh, that just get it sends shivers on my spine. I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think for me, it's like a, a seven out of 10. Cause I don't want to, com- I don't want to completely shit on him, you know, cause he is a vener- yeah. venerated idol in like a lot of communities, like with my ancestors and stuff oh, and the indigenous people in Guatemala today. But (laughs) I think it's scary to deal with, like, any unknown force, um, especially if you don't know what you're fucking dealing with, um, because you don't know what consequences could arise. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like 
a lot of that creep factor came from the experiences that I've had and that my family's had with it. If it was just based sure. on the history, it's fine. Maybe mm-hmm. like a two. Because yeah. whatever. Like a lot of deities come about that way. But mm, I just. I see what you're saying. I hate it. I hate oh, it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like having like the. the yeah. <laughs> just absolutely no. Or yeah, it's like you, you're you're living through what, you know, you hear people in the folklore stories talk about. So I think it's exactly. like a whole new like look on this story and I, I like a whole new take on it and i never i never experienced that before so it's so yeah. cool yeah it's oh my god bab you're a legend you're a legend you're a legend <laughs> oh, thank you oh dude we're paranormal oh we're paranormal investigators and we're legends oh my god fuck yeah oh put that on the tube zone <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god oh okay. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your stories, Bev. That was fucking amazing and super chilling. And thank you for taking this like whole like folklore to like a whole new level for us. Would you please stop yelling at me? <laughs> I have a cat screaming at me currently. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to uh, our creepy stories and our wild speculations. Uh, this is the Dark by Design podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, and follow for more monstrous episodes released every Sunday at midnight. Uh, you can find more information about today's topic on the show's website at darkbydesignpodcast.com or on our YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at darkbydesign underscore podcast. Uh, you can also listen to us on your favorite uh, podcast streaming site or watch a, or watch the show on our YouTube channel because we're you can see us and we like talk and you can see our facial expressions and everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which is so much fun. <laughs> Um, also, by the way, um, Simon says to follow us and St. Simone says to follow us. Hell so yeah. hopefully, maybe not. Just kidding. St. Simone, I'm not bringing your ass into this. Simon <laughs> says to follow this. After knowing what I know about this man, do not come near us, St. Simone. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh-uh. I, I'm not claiming that energy. <laughs> but in the basic childhood, like game wise, um, please go ahead and follow us. That'd be really cool. Also, um, if you guys go ahead and rate us five stars over on iTunes or on Spotify, we'll go ahead and mm-hmm. shout your name out at the end of the episode. Hell Next yeah, time. we can start doing that. Yeah, and uh, let us know and uh, how much you love us. We'll let you know how much we love you back. That would be super great. We'd greatly appreciate it. And we love you so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so in addition, we would like to hear more from you um, because this is a two-way relationship. And so we would like to hear your creepy stories or uh, personal true crime stories or just gross stories too. Um, and uh, we would like to uh, share that with the the coven members if you would greatly so appreciate that. So <laughs> if you would like to hear your story read on the show, uh, go, ahead, go ahead and DM us uh, your story on our socials and or email, uh, email us at darkbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. All of this is of which is linked below uh, or and or in the description of the episode so you can easily access everything. Yeah, and if you have listener (laughs) stories um, in the subject line, just go ahead and put listener story so that Mm. we know what it is (laughs) and we can get to it first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we can uh, properly organize and sort our email. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thank you all. (laughs) Um, But Without further ado, um, I guess we bid you adieu, my fellow listeners and watchers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be nice to yourself, be nice to other people, and uh, we will see you uh, next, uh, I guess, Sunday at midnight. Sunday at midnight. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
shocking monster. 